Good, what's good, my trendy black people? Here we are again, Tanisha and Juan talking about the current events of the day and giving our perspectives on this crazy world we live in. Let's go. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Trendy Black. I'm your host, Tanisha Stokes. Now I'm your co-host, Juan Shackleford. All right, so we did tell y'all there was going to be some new things coming. So one of the things that we wanted to start doing was maybe every other episode, talk about some current events, right? I know many of the topics that we usually tackle are very heavy. Uh, and so we, add, we wanted to still talk about relevant things to the community, but maybe add a little bit of humor and just conversation um, back and forth about those things. So today is one of those episodes. So we're just kind of, kind of, you know, bring up some things that we've been seeing in the news and just kind of give you our thoughts and comments um, and, you know, how we feel it about that kind of stuff. Um, and, and we'll just go from there. Yeah, most definitely. It's, it's, um, it's you know, as with, anyone, as with anywhere, there's crazy people out there and we got to talk about them sometimes. So uh, that's what we're going to do. Uh, right. So going back, we, we were talking about, uh, Tanisha brought up, there was a cop in Tampa, Florida. Uh, Mr. Delvin White, and he was fired from his job because he was a school resource officer. He was fired from the Florida uh, Police Department for using the N word. They did a they did a check on his body cam. They did an audit of it, and they heard at least two videos of him using the N word. So, in turn, they fired him for it. And then a lot of people came out in support of him of all the good he's done with the kids and all of these things, and they felt they uh they've reinstated him to the police department, but they haven't put him back with the at the yeah. school resource. So uh, we gonna dive into this. <sighs> and I don't even know if you say it, but I do want to be clear. Like this officer, Mr. White, is a black officer. Yes, sorry, officer. I did not say that. Yeah. He is a black man. So he's a black officer, and I think that that's kind of what I wanted to talk about when it came to the story. Is like it's a black officer. He's saying the N word. Is it okay if you are a black person, is it okay for you to say the N-word in like normal course of of your day, whether it's at work or wherever, right? Because we know how we use the word right. for those of us who use it. Right. We know how we use the word um, for to each other, right? So it's not necessarily in a malicious way. It's just kind of like conversation. Like I could say those bums. Or I could say these ninjas, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, <laughs> so, understood. Understood. So is it okay? Because I think they reinstated him because they felt like the punishment was too harsh, and I'm sure a lot of that had to do with the fact that he is black, you know. Right. Um, and I think it was a couple of instances. I think they caught him in like two instances actually saying it one to a group of kids, and then one he was on a conversation with his like, wife. With his wife. Yeah. Um, and he just he just got caught on his on his camera or whatever. Yeah. Um, so what are your thoughts on? Because I know we probably differ <laughs> here again. You know. Yeah. So so when I first heard the story, I definitely looked up because um, when I first saw it, I was like, oh. And then when I saw the picture, I was like, oh, like that's that's a regular speech in the black community. I do not agree. Let's be clear. <laughs> I do not agree with that word. I stopped using that word a long time ago. Um, just because, you know, I, I didn't find the validity in it. So, I understand. But, if I hear a black person calling another black person that word, I don't think it's racist. And basically, that's kind of what they were going with. Like, this was an, uh, a racist act of, of him using a derogatory term right. towards these kids. And I'm like... That's how the kids talk to each other. So yeah. he's basically speaking to them in their vernacular. So it's not really, it'd be different if it, yes, it would be totally different if it was a white officer talking to them like that. Yeah. Um, not part of the community. Like, I right. think that's, yeah. Right. That's not the part thing. of the community because that's, um, that is taken differently, which is why I'm like, if nobody says it, then we don't have to worry about it. But I understand 
that people don't feel the same way I do. I get it. Um, but they did reinstate him and, um, you know, a lot of people came to his defense. A lot of the families and people in the community backed him and was just like, he's a good person. So that shouldn't have happened to him in the first place. Now, what I do, what I will say is I don't think if you're talking to your wife and you use that term on a personal phone call, like, okay. That like, shouldn't count against you. Yeah, that shouldn't count against you. Conversation. And if you're talking to a teenager that you just arrested, which is what I think the second incident was, he was talking to one of the teens that he just arrested and he was like trying to drill in his head that he shouldn't be doing the ignorant things that he would, was doing. Right. Okay, like he wasn't out here just going ham on people and yeah. using the hard ER and all of that <laughs> when he was talking to them. So oh, I, I'm just, I, I just don't like that word. Oh, so tell me about that though, Rev. Like, tell me, tell me about, you said something about you didn't see like the validity in it. Like, tell me, tell me what that's about. I just, I equate the word to its use as I know it to be. Okay. As far as that was a derogatory term that white people use towards black people. I don't subscribe into that whole, we took the word and we made it powerful mm-hmm. and all of that. I just don't subscribe to that. Like, I, I don't, um, there are a ton of other words that you can call somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm talking to my boy, I can call him my brother. Like, yo, brother, like, yo, brother, or whatever. Talking to my uh, female, I can say sister. I can say, yo, the it don't it don't it have don't, the same like ring to it, it though. Like, need a ring, yo. <laughs> that is so. And I be like, bruh, it is not the same. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. like <laughs> I, I in a minute would be like, yo, those my dudes, those my guys, and it's the same thing. I don't have to say those my ninjas for you to understand what I'm talking about. Like, I don't get that. And then when I listen to people explain why they do it, it just sounds silly to me. Like when Ludacris was on um, Oprah's show mm-hmm. and she was asking him about using a word and he was like, well, you know, this this is us taking our power back for us using it. And I'm sitting here looking at him like, that is the dumbest thing I ever heard in my life, yo. Yeah. And, and, it's, and like, um, I don't know if it was, was KRS-One. But it's like I hear songs. I hear, of course, I listen to hip hop. I hear it in the songs all the yeah. time. Um, you be singing along though. See, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so I may stop. I may like block that word. I may not say that word. It just depends on what I'm doing at that point. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, no, I do not. But it's like I listen to Tribe and um, like one of the songs back in the day was Sucker. Sucker eggs, mm-hmm. and it was all about the use of that word. Okay, and like when I listen to four forty four, and and um, Jay Z is talking about regardless of where you are, static, you know, your status in society, they still look at you right as this word that doesn't, and and the, and the fact that it holds so much power when somebody outside of our community uses it, mm-hmm. and people get so offended by it. That, like, when Fat Joe was saying it on stage, people was mad at him. And I'm like, yo, Fat Joe been saying that since he been out. Like, right. what are you talking about? Right. <laughs> and so my response on that post was, if nobody said it, mm-hmm. then we wouldn't have an issue. Why do you think so many people want to say it, though? That's my thing. Because, like, I think about other terms, like the B word with, like, women, right? I like, people know better. Word. Nobody's going to come. If you're not, like, in my circle or, you know, something like that, you're not going to come up to me like that. You're not going to address me like that. And you know better. And you know not to ask for a pass. You know not to do any of that. But when it comes to this word, it's like people are just, like, dying to, to say it. People that are not affiliated with the community, with the community are because people are it. that are affiliated with the community don't even think about using that word. Mm-hmm. They're just like nah, <laughs> and they don't even say it. Like yo, can I like my son talk about some white kid asking to use the word, yeah. and I, and he's like, do you want me to punch you in the face? Like right. no, <laughs> not okay. Right. That's not cool. And I'm like, I, I just I I just don't. I prefer not to use it. Yeah. And, you know, I know my friends use it and whatever, and, and I don't take any flack from it. I just don't use it. I feel like so many of us, though, who, like, grew up, you know, in 
I'm going to say, like, lower to lower middle class, like, families and stuff like that, like, growing up, it was, like, a regular, like, every everyday thing for us, right? Like, you heard mm-hmm. it all the time. But then when I think about, like, my kids who are now more middle class, you know, kids and even your kids, right? It doesn't even occur to them. Right. Like, they would never, they don't use it. I've right. never caught my kids, you know, secretly saying it to you know, their friends and stuff like that, like my mom probably used to catch us. Um, but it's not as big a deal to them. So when I think about things like the situation that you're talking about, about how, you know, someone asked your son if he could get a pass or whatever, your son said no. But there are so many young black boys these yeah, days who okay. are, they're okay with it because yeah. it doesn't have as much power for them, over right. them. You know what I mean? It's like they don't, and I don't know if that's a, a if that's a good thing or if that's a disservice to them, you I- know? So I, I, I feel, I personally feel like it's a disservice only in the context of it's okay if you're talking to them and y'all are all hanging out and y'all are all cool. But as soon as they get mad with, at you mm-hmm. and they say that word, then you're ready to flip it. Like, nah, keep mm-hmm. that same energy. If right. it's okay with them when y'all cool, right. it's gonna, it should be okay with them when they, they mad at you. Yeah. Don't flip because now all of a sudden, oh, nah, man, that ain't cool. You can't be calling me that. No. You were cool with them calling you that all these other times. Facts. So that's why I'm like, once again, (laughs) it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And then even thinking back to when, you know, people, because I see movies and old movies and I know they used to use it back in the 70s or whatnot. But a lot of those times, they were using it in a derogatory way. They really manner. were. They weren't. They were like, you ain't nothing. You ain't going to be nothing. Right. <laughs> like black people talking right. to black people. Right. You know? Exactly. It was, yeah, yeah. Like, if they were talking about each other being cool, they used blood. They used bro. They used, um, you know, all these other type of words. It was ne- that word specifically yeah. was the downgrade you. So, yeah. I'm like, so at what point yeah. did we take this word and, oh, now all of a sudden we have power in it. I'm cool. You talk the way you talk. If you address me as such, then I'll be like, yo, nah, we, we good. <laughs> like, don't, you can talk about other people like that, but yeah. I'm not that. So, we good on that. Um, but I, I, I mean, I understand it. I've been in the black community for a long time. Oh, you know what I mean? Long Very, a real long time. Hold on. A real, real long time. As of next year, yeah, a real, real long time. But I don't, like, when I heard older people in my direct community say it, Mm -hmm. it was not in a okay way. It was always a negative connotation behind it. When, um, you know, when I, when we did, when I did used to say it, it was, you know, sometimes it was negative. Sometimes it was positive. It just depended on the situation. But then it just got to the point where I was like, yo, that, that word is just like, oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. people be like but I'm saying it with the A not the E-R it don't matter yo it's the same thing okay well, 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 coming back to like the topic right in general because right. um, again like I've been in other circles like now it's like with, with you know George Floyd's murder and stuff like that like there's this everybody's talking about these things now mm-hmm. right it, even extending into like the workplace and stuff like right. that and so I've been in circles in workplace circles where people would be like they'll have a predominantly black workforce and it's like blue collar jobs, you know, predominantly black workforce, blue collar jobs. And they are in spaces where the employees are talking to each other, but the company might have a zero policy. Like, you know, they're not tolerating the N word at all. And so if they saw two black people talking to each other and one of them say the N word to the other one, they'd be ready to fire somebody. Yeah. That is definitely becoming a a thing. Okay. What are your thoughts on that? Because personally, I'm like, First of all, I don't believe in zero tolerance things. I think, like, you're trying to make it easy for yourself, but you're taking all of the judgment that is really required to, like, be a person. You know what I mean? And deal with other people. Right. Um, which isn't necessarily... It's not fair all the time. It's not fair and it's not equitable all the time. And so, you really do have to look at things in context and, like, see what it is. And so, if you're going to fire a black person for saying it works to another black person that's not in a derogatory way, to me, that doesn't make sense at all. I don't, I, yeah, I don't agree with it. I mean, you address it like we don't want you to use that type of language mm-hmm. in the, you know, in the company, and then you kind of move on from it. That f- first of all, I feel like that's window dressing mm-hmm. for companies to take this hard line. You nobody could say the n word type thing. I feel like it's the white people being mad that they can't say it. Like, <laughs> right. I'm not even gonna lie. 
right. Like it's it's a lot of a lot of window dressings happening in companies right now. Anyway, they, you know, let's let's take away the N word and make it a zero policy for everybody across the board because mm-hmm. we don't want the white people in our building to get mad because the black people say it to each other. Yep. Or let's take Uncle Ben's out the store <laughs> and make it like this whatever brand it is now. Let's take Aunt Jemima off the bottle and make it this this Pearl Monroe mill or whatever that stuff is now. Like it's it's all window dressing like come on son <laughs> we ain't thinking about that. Um, Uncle Ben was a boss. <laughs> <laughs> in our in our minds, yes, hey, Uncle Ben was, was definitely a boss. A boss. Um, yeah, I, I think it, if anything, you should just address it and kind of move on. It's, right. You know, the zero the zero tolerance is is not necessary. I understand the potential context of around, around why they're doing it, just to kind of make it fair, I mm-hmm. guess, for everybody. But. You, if they walk outside your building, they're saying the word to each other. Walking to the car on the way, you know, on the way home, they they're talking to the people on the phones. But it's like, what do you think is gonna happen? <laughs> like, first of all, what you really need to be addressing is the fact that, like, if a black person says to another black person, they don't get in trouble. But then a white person says to a black person, and the white person is like, "Why am I in trouble?" Right, right. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> right, That's right. the real problem <laughs> to me. Like definitely. yo, that is the problem. Definitely, definitely. That right there. Because he's, because um, that person is, yeah. They people want to be oppressed so bad it just so makes bad. me so, so upset. Bad. Like y'all, want, y'all really want to be oppressed? Like with everything, y'all want to be oppressed? It's not that serious, no. yo. You don't want it. You really don't. And it's only been like a year, if that, a year and a half that you've had this great awakening yeah. that you're getting, you know. People are starting to find out that everything ain't rosy, but it's only because people calling you out. Yeah, we've been having to deal with this for since 1619, whatever. When we first got here, yeah, <laughs> we've been having to deal with this since then. Now y'all get a year and a half, and y'all want to act like babies. Stop it, please. Just stop. You don't need to use the word. It's stupid. You, they have names. Call them by their names. Right. Like, <laughs> Let's call everybody by their names. <laughs> like, it, it's really, it's really too much. Um, but I, I think, you know, they did the right thing in this particular case because of him being such a positive influence to the kids and in mm-hmm. the community that, you know, they're not taking that hard stance and they actually reinstated him on his, um, on his position. They haven't put him back in the school yet. No, he can't but... be around them kids no more. <laughs> <laughs> he can't be around them kids no more, man. Uh-uh. Yeah, they, they're like, no, mm-hmm. no, we don't want Somebody you Somebody about to be on death <laughs> And he ain't going to be able to answer the phones. But honestly, if he was able to help the kids that he, that are in that school, like, yo, you just can't call them that. No. All right. No. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If the, if the kids are like, nah, he's cool people, who am I to be like, no, you can't go back over? They ain't going to put him in another school. <laughs> he ain't going back to that one. <laughs> he ain't going back to that one. Uh, speaking, speaking of... Um, Unruly black people. <laughs> let's let's hop into this other hot topic right now. Um, basically, and this is the only reason that I've even well, it was part of the reason I I was looking into it. Um, I know that there was an acquittal of or or not acquittal, excuse me, a conviction of R. Kelly. On his on his sex trafficking and all of the other charges they have on him, and I know that there are a couple of people that have come out and made comments about, um, like Chuck D is one that that came to my mind, and I saw his comment, and I was kind of like, I'm not sure that's what you want to put out there. I understand you want to support him in whatever he needs. Um, but I'm not sure this is the way that you need to do that. So Chuck D uh, made a tweet and basically he said, abused in his youth, an addict as an adult. Ike Turner served 18 months in prison. Rick James did similar time. Ike came out a changed, positive human being. How long should R. Kelly spend in prison? And does the USA system give a man a chance for a man to change his world around? So, 
you know, of course, you know, Black Twitter, Black Twitter went in on him mm-hmm. because, yeah, you you have said nothing about the victims, but you coming out saying, hey, give him a chance to be rehabilitated. Now, to this point, I have not heard R. Kelly give any type of remorseful statement or nothing. He's been denying it since he had the interview with Gail and he jumped up screaming and crying. Bruh. Swinging in it, punching in the air, like um, like he was old boys in the hood. <laughs> I'm trying to say the N word, but they make it so hard. Like he was trio boys in the hood, <laughs> jumping up in front of Gail, swinging in the air. Oh my goodness, I did a whole fool on camera. Yeah, right. And and he's continued like he's done nothing wrong, and, and I'm like, bruh, just. At this point, there's too many cases of you taking advantage of situations. Granted, the people around him Yo. enabled all of that. Where are their trials? True. That is my True. thing, right? Like, where are their trials? And I, I mean, here's why I think, well, like with R. Kelly, this late in your life, you're not making no money like that anymore. The government don't need your taxes no more. Like, you ain't bringing it in like that, right? So, it's like... <laughs> if you're going to be black and be like dirty like that, just be black and be dirty while you're making money because they probably <laughs> overlook that, but they're not going to overlook that the whole, you know what I mean? It's not going to happen forever. And I say that, but then I think about Bill Cosby. <laughs> like, and he but, came out supporting, <laughs> talking about that he was, like, what did he say that? He was railroaded. They were railroading <laughs> R. Kelly. And I'm like, no. Bruh, Bill, why are you even talking? Look, I used to, Alright, I was an avid Bill Cosby Cosby show, yes. watched it, loved it, all of that. You know, the, the lessons that were taught within that show, you know, the, the black family structure, yes. two successful black people, you know, raising their kids in a nice neighborhood in New mm-hmm. York. We was all down with it. Um, Bill Cosby on his comedy specials, giving, you know, examples yes. of him and talk about kids... <laughs> Kids ain't smart. <laughs> they take it, and you gotta give them every single instruction when you tell them to go get into take a shower, like all of that stuff. I was I was Bill Cosby, but Same. as soon as he got convicted with the whole um, drugging women to you know do whatever he was doing, yo, that I was like, oh, bruh. I just think in in in. Like, in the whole scheme of things, like, the, that, there's really a problem in this country in general with, like, women and the hate and the just disrespect and, like, the lack of caring and stuff for women. Like, when, when we talk about other countries, like, Muslim countries and stuff like that, where they be all, like, oh, they cover their women up, they treat them like slaves and stuff like that. Yet, in this country, right. we don't believe women. We don't respect women. We don't care about women. We do things like allow them to, you know, get raped and stuff like that. And then when they come forward to say something about it, we blame them. Like, yeah. come on now. It's it's just really sad and ridiculous um, in general. And a lot of people, you know, have said this already. I'm sure people have heard it. But like with R. Kelly specifically, these were young black girls that right. he was messing with. Right. Young black girls. Like Very 14. Young. Like right. how old was Aaliyah when they got together? Like she was, she was like 14, 15. 15. Come yeah. on now. I mean, there's evidence to support this. I don't care if her family let her go to him. Right. I don't care what happened. Right. Like, cause I know a lot of people be blaming the families and stuff like that, which honestly, I think they was wilding out too. Cause like, ain't no way I'm letting my daughter go in the studio with no grown man by herself for hours and hours and weekends at a time. Yeah. Okay. But That's, regardless, yeah, it was his actions that got him where he is. True. True. And so he needed. He, there's got to be consequences for that. And for then for us to turn around and be like, oh. You know, oh, they just railroaded him because he's a black man. What? He, if he wasn't doing the thing that he was doing, he wouldn't have to worry about he the consequences problems, of it. Right. Because you already know as a black man that possibly you go to court and you get convicted, your punishment, or there's a higher likelihood you're going to get convicted, and your punishment is going to be more severe. Exactly. There's evidence to support that. Exactly. So then why put yourself out there in the first place? Exactly. Dummy. Right. Right. And then with children. That's yeah. my thing. Yeah. Like, that's where I draw the line. Right. Children. Right. Because right. they are still children. Yeah, most definitely. And even 
even with, you know, I, if I remember correctly, he was saying something like he thought that they were legal or something like that. I'm like, dude, like that whole when the video dropped at that point, I was like, I was done. I was like, yeah, I'm not listening to him no more. Um, that's it. I'm, I'm good. And people were really out here defending him. Like, she looked she hot. Why she, she brought her hot butt all up in this house? And I'm like, yo, couple, are you serious? First of all, as young people, you know that you have crushes on people mm-hmm. and will pro- basically do whatever they ask you to. Because yep. you had a crush. You were in love with this person yep. because of whatever their celebrity status. So I, that's the first thing. And at that point in your mind, you're not thinking about he's this much older than you. You're thinking about, oh, I'm about to, I'm messing with our camera. I'm in his house. I'm in his nice sauna. Mm-hmm. And he, oh my God, he, you know, he's attracted to me. Like all of these things happening. <laughs> so don't, I don't understand how people can blame her at all. Mm-hmm. You don't have the mental capacity or the no. lived experience as a 14 or 15 year old to mm-hmm. consent to anything. Right. Nothing. Right. I don't care how old you look. I don't care. Like, he's somebody that was in the spotlight. He's somebody that was rich. He had a whole entourage. Most Nobody definitely. told you, yo, check that girl ID first. You know these kids, you know what I'm saying? You know these kids like you. And then when you watch, like, the surviving R. Kelly stuff, and they're talking about how he basically went for the younger kids, right. like, at the malls and stuff like right. that. And right, Hanging Dropping out in these little teeny bopper high school stuff. Right. Like, come on, bro. Driving up to the high school, picking these girls. I'm like, what? No. He like, knew what? exactly what he oh, was doing. Facts. He knew exactly what he was doing. Facts. And then the fact that like Aaliyah with the birth certificate or whatever for the marriage license that they had like fudged her her numbers on that, right? So that she could appear legal. And he knew doggone well she won't legal. Oh, most definitely. Most Come definitely. On now. He knew. R. Kelly was well aware of what he was doing. And that so was, were the people around. And the people him. around. And him. nobody protected them girls. Right. Nobody, Nobody said anything. No. He had a bunch of yes people around him. And now they come and now they all coming out telling some, oh yeah, we knew that he you know he was doing, but you know, that was him. Like he just was sick. He just couldn't leave them kids alone. But you stuck you there. Stood there. <laughs> right. You let it you happen. You are just complicit. Like just complicit. <laughs> You're an accomplice. I don't want to hear it. When right. when is your trial date? Right. That's all right. I want to know. When right. is your trial date? Right. Because if you can know if you can say that you knew the whole time at this point, you need to be convicted of something too. Exactly. Because them them do was they were really because mo- like most of them were either going to get the girls dropping them off and it was women he, too yeah girls and women because he you know he went out there just being seen with them yeah so he had to have people driving him around and it, it ain't no way and then he tried to even blame his brother yeah but <laughs> say that was my, that was my brother doing that stuff that wasn't me yeah what like come on so he he is yet to stand on his own too and be like, you know, it was jacked up. That's the part. I had I was sick. I am sick. That's the part. And I need help. And I I messed up. And I know I messed up. I deserve whatever that is comes. And I'll deal with it. He ain't done that. I mean, I do agree. Like in some sense, like with with Chuck D, there are there are some things that I definitely think probably affected him. Like. We know right. that people who are abused most likely, or Man. not most likely, but sometimes end up abusing, abusing others, others yeah. themselves. Yeah. Like, it's just something that you have learned, right? right. It's like, I get that, right? right? But what I don't get is the lack of accountability and remorse and like, uh, and him willing to, like you said, step up and be like, yeah, I did this and I need help. You know what right. I mean? People are more likely to help you. But when you just show like no remorse, um, and, no, and I nothing. do nothing, I'm like, because who did he compare himself to? And his lawyer compared him to somebody at the trial, and it was like a Martin Luther King or something like that. Oh or gosh, don't tell me that. I think he did <laughs> compare him to some like me. prominent <laughs> figure. And I was like, Are you kidding me? Yo? No, like, no, real? no, real. no, they did not. Yes, his lawyer did. I think it was like close oh, arguments or something. It was MLK. Yes. Oh I was like, you gosh. have got to be kidding me, bruh. Come on Why? now. Why? Why are we here? Why are we here? Yeah. No. Yeah, it's uh it's 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 just it's just ridiculous and it's sad. And I hate when I see like other or when I hear like other 
black people like defend him like it's at this point he's been convicted right Right. so he's been convicted um and so a a court found him guilty a jury found him guilty right and so there is no more like oh did he do it or didn't he do it like there's no more of that at this point he's going to be punished for it right um so even if you don't like even if you don't believe it, like you have to acknowledge that and acknowledge that there was something that they saw or heard yeah. that made them, that led them to that conclusion. A lot of evidence, yes. a lot of testimony. He didn't testify for himself. It was, you know. It, and black people still be like, oh, I'm still Outside of the him. court, playing his music. You know? We love you. We here for you. We gonna keep playing your music. We gonna keep supporting you. And I'm sorry, I ain't one of those people when a song comes on, I change the channel Mm-mm. with the quickness. <laughs> even though, even if I like the song back in the day, I'm like, is that our... Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I know you were writing the car the other day, and I had this early 2000 playlist on, the Ignition came on, and my 11-year-old was like, you can't listen to that. <laughs> I said, oh, you're right, right, my bad. <laughs> but like, yeah. he has some great music. Yes. Like, you know, I... Yes. I, I it's like, Yeah, he he definitely is a genius in the musical realm, and I understand, you know, people are like, well, you can separate the music from the person. No. No, you cannot. Because he plays, you can play his song. You can play his songs. Yes. And listen to what he's saying. And then you be like, what are you talking about? Right, right. And you're like, (laughs) wait a minute. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. You can't separate that. Like. And then somebody asked um, D.L. Hughley, like it was it was a while ago about uh, if he stopped listening to R. Kelly and Michael Jackson. Um, and he was like, no, nah, I'm going to keep listening to them just like they keep listening to the Star Spangled Star Spangled Banner. Banner. Mm-hmm. I can't talk today. Yeah. Um, like America keeps making us listen to that. Mm. I don't, that ain't the same thing, bro. You can totally not acknowledge the, the, <laughs> right. the, the anthem. The anthem, You can right. totally not acknowledge the Exactly, anthem. which Absolutely. people have done numerous yeah. times. And none of us is playing it at home. <laughs> no. Home. None of us. None no. of us. So. Nobody playing that. So mm-hmm. what are you talking about, sir? <laughs> that does not equate the same thing. I'm sorry. It's like, it just makes me really, really angry because as hard as we go and ride for these black men... We do not do the same for black women. Indeed. We don't. Like, Indeed. basically, you're saying that his career matters more than those girls' life. Right. Like, it just matters more because they're going to be dealing with some stuff, you know, for forever right. because of this. Right. So, especially the ones that have been with him the longest. Right. Lord and, Jesus, them girls. And the trauma. <laughs> the trauma. From his music being played can trigger yes. all of that. Yep. Like, I, but his career, his it's, legacy, yes. it, as far as him being a successful musician, matters Matter more, more to black people yeah. than those girls. Yeah. And that is ridiculous because if we can't respect our black women enough, if we can't ride for them hard enough, who else is going to do it? Indeed. Who else is going to do it? Indeed. And, and this, um, I know it's some black men is going to listen to this and talk about what about us. And, and I get that too, brothers, but as... In this particular case, black women are definitely being left on the background. Like, nobody's really talking about them. Yeah. It's more focused on him and his music and how he's being treated. But nobody's talking about these young ladies. Yeah. Like, after the after the Surviving R. Kelly series, series went away, everybody stopped talking about it. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it wasn't a, a big deal anymore, which is, which is how our sisters feel. Like... It's, it's so many instances where black women have been the front for a lot of things yes. that have happened in our community, but they don't get the respect for doing those things. They don't get respect for being on the front line, front lines when BLM yes. was a thing and people was getting gassed and sprayed. It was black women that was standing out there on that front line taking a lot of those shots yeah. and they don't get respect for that. Nope. Like, I I remember seeing um, a black woman catch a lot of flack because her son 
was out um, protesting, or he wasn't protesting. He was just out there wilding. He was looting. He was just, you know, being yeah. destructive. And she went out there and got him. Like, yanked him. I remember that. <laughs> she was like, "You, what you not going to do right. is be up out here acting a fool. And people caught, gave her flack for that. I'm like, she is trying to save her child. Because mm. no telling what would have happened to him being out there and that stuff. Yeah. Who would have came after him? Who would have hurt him, killed people him? People shot out Right, there. people was getting shot and killed. And she's like, nah, that's not going to happen to you. Oh. You coming home right now. Yep. And people was giving her flack for that. It's like so many... Like, um, when Gabrielle Union was talking about Terry Crews mm-hmm. and how he didn't defend her when, and it wasn't even him being like, you know, rah, rah about the situation. It was like, he just didn't support her at all. That brother got a little notoriety from the white folks and he just lost his dad on mine. Yeah. Like he forgot he was black or yeah. something. I don't understand. When he came out with the whole, um, we, you know, don't make this a, uh, a black uh, black supremacist movement. I'm like, mm, what are you talking brother, about? Like, like, <laughs> like mm, what do you mean? What is going on right mm, now? So no, we man. we definitely have a lot of um, when it comes to you know R. Kelly and his music. And I understand he's a genius of what he did. He made great music, but that should not supersede the lives and the damage that he's done to all of these people yeah. that he was with. And these families, because it ain't just stopped with no, the girl. It didn't. Because the girls are like, my parents left me there. Yeah. And, you know, to get a career going, you took advantage of that. And now the parents are having to deal with, I put my child in that, that situation. Yep. And now I don't know how to interact with my child. Yep. And in some cases, like the young lady he had from um, Surviving R. Kelly that he like made her dress like a boy and it cut her hair all off. She and can't all even of talk that. about it. Right. Straight trauma. Like yeah. it's crazy that we are out here fighting for this dude tooth and nail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With all these black women just right. lost in the past. And it's not like he had done time. No. It wasn't like he, he's been in, in and out of jail no. or you know, like he's he got convicted when it first started and now it's yeah. you know 20 30 years later not nah, yeah. this just stopped literally just stopped he said don't he still got a chick waiting for him like like let me stop it don't he still got somebody I, waiting for him i knew it was, it was two of them that was yeah. like fighting over him or one of them that was fighting to keep all his his wards and all that stuff, but Jeez. she's a grown woman now, so they yeah. can't really do anything about that. Mm-mm. But it, it's 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 just ridiculous at this point, man. I don't understand it, and I don't think I'll ever understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, and if y'all, you know, y'all want to support him, that's your thing. It ain't my thing. No, <laughs> I can't rock with him like that. It ain't my thing either. <laughs> you know, like when we first started, and you talking about Chuck D and how he said something about Ike Turner and uh. And Rick James, Rick James, I had to right. look it up. I was like, what did they go to jail for? Because I knew Ike, um, you know, what's love got to do with it, the movie. Yeah. So, like, I knew he ain't yeah. but I don't think that's why he went to jail. I feel like he drugs. went to jail for drugs. Yeah, both of them. Okay. And Rick James, though, it was because when I looked his up, oh, it, was it was a, a twist. He, he like, kidnapped some yeah. chick. It made her mess with his girlfriend yeah. for a couple of months. I was like, I, you know, that's kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See the yeah. comparison Rick, there. Rick was crazy. He was wild and young. Yeah, yeah. He, and I'm sure he was high. Drug. I'm sure he was high <laughs> when he did that. Most definitely. Rick was kites. definitely high when he did that. Oh, but, my goodness. But Ike was, uh, was definitely a. But I, once again, totally different thing. Yeah. That Ike Turner was definitely totally different because. You know, you go in and you get clean or whatever, and you come out okay. Like that's different. Like this is um, that didn't directly correlate with his abuse that he put. Well, it did because he was on drugs when he did that. But it was like one instance. Okay, you got in trouble for drug charges. You came out. You whatever. You got in trouble for this one instance where you were so high you didn't realize that that really was two girls. You wasn't seeing double. That you really didn't kidnap somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, you did this, and it, okay, fine. Like, you know, but this dude's like person after person after person after person, like for years and years right. and years. That's not a comparison. You no. cannot compare those two things. Not at all. That's not crazy. All. And I, it, I mean, the age thing is kind of where you draw that line because 
most of the people that he was dealing with were teenagers or uh, we both got daughters. Preteen. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah that's not what we're a, not gonna do. Not at all. Because uh, uh, I can guarantee you, it, I don't know if he would have made it. Let me not say that. <laughs> Forgive me, Lord. I apologize for, for, for about to, for about to make that bad that bad statement. <laughs> So I'm gonna read a couple of the things that were uh, responded to Chuck on on, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, one young lady said, "It's uh, Chuck D is twisting logic into a pretzel to argue for the rehabilitation of a unrepentant child rapist." Yes. Why isn't he focused on repairing the trauma inflicted on the black victims assaulted by R. Kelly? Yeah. Why don't they matter? This is toxic, anti-black, and exhausting. And I forgot that it wasn't just young ladies that had experienced this R. Kelly abuse oh, as was well. He making him do stuff with his with well, dudes. Boy. Yeah, yeah, young yeah. boys. Yeah. Um, and then the um, another brother was like, "I hope people with kids are watching these people defending R. Kelly and mm-hmm. act accordingly." Mm-hmm. I would even start asking family and friends their opinions and act accordingly from that point. <laughs> Um, another young lady said, what, indi- what indication do you have that R. Kelly wants to change? There has been no remorse. Nothing. What there has been is decades of abusing black girls, women, and boys. Let's remember that Aaliyah was 15 and mm. he was 27 mm. when she was impregnated and they were married. Where yeah. is the accountability? Yeah. Yeah. So Chuck kind of put himself out there for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I. So uh, as a... You know, I understand Chuck D, public enemy. He is very about the community. He is about trying to empower black men to be better people. Mm-hmm. So I understand, I understand he was attempting to make a um, post about being supportive. Yeah. And and helping people get better. I get that. But, but you it, have to want it. definitely took it. <laughs> he has to want it. Had he shown any type, any side of remorse right. in any of the five interviews that he did leading up to it, talking about how he was innocent and blah, 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 all this kind of stuff. Right. Like, right. had he shown any bit of remorse, I can understand why he would say that. But the fact that he hasn't is that you can't help somebody that don't want to be helped, that don't think they got a problem. True. He doesn't think he has a problem. True indeed. He is, he is never. Uh, no. Felt that he had a problem, Mm-mm. so that is a yeah. That that's something that I, I've I've yet to hear any more conversation. Mm-hmm. Like at this point, you've been convicted, brother. So yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> the damage has been done. Like at this point, damage has been done. You could do a whole interview right now and have some type of remorse within that interview, and and um, you know. I wonder what his statement gonna sound like at the sentencing because you know they get to say. I don't think he's gonna say anything. I mean, I hope he do because I mean I watched a lot of Law and Order, and I feel like that'd be the most entertaining part. (laughs) What do you have to say for yourself now that after you know after his lawyer said all of this? I don't really know what you can say. Like you, you saying. um, You heard about a man who treated these women like gold. He bought them bags. And, and more expensive things than cars and um, and talking about he was put out there as a uh, as a sex symbol so what do you expect and like yeah like come on like, I don't I, I don't know I don't know what he can say after his lawyer has put all of these things out there mm-hmm. um, that because <laughs> you because you basically would have to be going against everything your lawyer said Oh my gosh, this is this is out of control. So, um, Robert, (laughs) yeah, Robert, (laughs) Robert, (laughs) Um, Robert. If if somehow in this strange world of the internet you come across this interview, brother, um, do yourself a favor. And just have another interview and just be like, I messed up. Yes. I messed yes. up. I have a problem. I'm I'm getting help for it. I apologize to everybody yes. that I affected. And at that and, and move on from that. Just tell the truth. The Basically. Shall set just, you free. Just, right. <laughs> like it's it's truth. done at that point. Exactly. Like Exactly. You apologize for what you did. You try you apologize to the victim. Sincerely apologize. Yes. Not like a scripted um, yeah. 
let me make sure that I say every line of this word, you know, every word of this thing right. Nah, like you actually give an authentic apology and you try to get yourself some help and get better, man. Because that's the only way that you can come back for that. And and honestly, I think it would, at that point, granted, people are still going to hold him like he's trash. Yeah. But some people will feel will not feel as bad listening to him because mm-hmm. they understand that he is getting help. He's yeah. remorseful. He's apologized to the victim, it, even if he's given them, you know, monetary whatever, like to pay for their counseling or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Um, he will not get one monetary from me because <laughs> I am listening to that. <laughs> we done, done, done. All right, but one last thing before we before we because I know uh, we're coming to to the close now. But um, so you gonna uh, go watch little Boosie video <laughs> movie on YouTube? No, I have no <laughs> interest in that. Say you should. Listen, we him. listen, I, listen, <laughs> little Duval. For what people, if you need context, the people are listening, little Duval came out and was blasting rappers that didn't go and check out Boosie's um, biopic. But they went to the BMF premiere. Listen, Boosie, Boosie has put himself in a position where he don't have a lot of people that back him like that. Like, it is numerous times that he has come out and flamed people countless times <laughs> for, for like, what, like, Lil Nas does something, Boosie comes out in a tirade. Yes. And he has whole long tirades about what Lil Nas is doing. about Dwayne Wade's uh, Dwayne daughter? Wade's daughter. He, yes. He's like going off about, I'm like, dog, so what do you expect? Yeah. Like, what do you expect? People are not really messing with you like that. Aside from the fact that you're talking about BMF, which had a larger impact on hip hop compared to your biopic. Nobody really cared about your biopic like that. Yeah. Like you ain't you ain't BMF like you're not at that level, so nobody gonna be out here listening to you. No. But aside from that, you have made a, like your statements. You got banned from Instagram, bro. <laughs> like, come on, you out here just blowing up on people left and right, and now you mad because nobody's supporting you like that. Like he been supporting folks all right. Time. <laughs> like, like you don't have to. You don't have to agree with Lil Nas X anything about him, no. but you don't have to say anything. No. Nope. You don't have to say anything at all, but that's not in your. That's not mm-hmm. in your. You don't know how to not say nothing. Yeah, and now like, you want the support, right? You haven't right been giving folks, and you mad when you don't get it, right? Like Dwayne Wade's daughter, like that's a that's a kid, yo. Like, yeah. what are you doing? First of all, I just don't care enough. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. My point. Like, oh, I wonder what your life was like growing up. I just don't I, really. It's not it, exactly like I you a gro- whole grown man nah. in another state doing your own thing. Why are you worried about D nah. Wade and his family? Like, come That's on, what I'm not gonna do. it's not that it's not that deep. But you no. going off on these people. We're not doing that. But you mad because people are like, I ain't coming to your biopic. Okay. And you got Pill Cosby. Yes, I said Pill. <laughs> P-I-L-L. Like Jigga say. Pill Cosby. <laughs> out here trying to help you. Like, <laughs> like, like, do we have any type of, like, credibility <laughs> right, in the community right, right now? I don't no know. No credibility whatsoever, dog. Yeah. Like, and like, then talk about that means a lot coming from you. <laughs> what? Right, right. Like, come <laughs> on, son. Like, you, you doing too much. You yeah. already, you got your, you know, you just got into a fight on stage mm-hmm. in Atlanta, and then you <laughs> couldn't even perform in Greensboro. Like, you, you're having it tough right now, bro. Nah, you're having it tough. And, you know, if you had kept your mouth closed on certain subjects that didn't involve you at all, yeah. then you probably would be in a better position yeah. to be complaining about people not supporting you. Yeah. But that's not what you do. That's what happens when you talk too much. Like, you know right. what I'm saying? People already can see who you are. You even leave right. a little mystery. Then maybe they would go out there and be right. like, let me Google this real quick. Right. Mm-hmm. Let me check to see what Boosie doing. But you talk too much. Right. Yeah. Let me give him a little, let me give him a little peep and see what he doing. Nobody looking for you because yeah. you out here flaming people left <laughs> and right. Nobody looking for you. That's just, because yeah. honestly, in 50 Cent, I, I will say this, 50 Cent does flame people, but he really frames it like jokes, yeah. and nobody really takes it seriously, because yeah. it's like, oh, that's just 50 being stupid. You 
On the other hand, you making whole videos. Yeah. Come on, sir. like, mm-mm, sorry. I, I mean, you know, I hopefully your your my struggle that came out on the twenty fourth, you know, gives you whatever it is that you need, mm-hmm. and you know, get you get the support that you need from it. I am not rushing to the movie theater to no. see it. Uh, I feel like it's not even in the movies. Yeah. Uh, Somebody told me it's like on the internet somewhere. Oh. Oh, yeah. That looked like... Um, so, people asked me, was all like, oh, you need to go to the box office. And people was like, it's not even in the box office, bro. Come on now. That looked like snow from the bluff. <laughs> <laughs> on the cover. <laughs> that joint was epic, though. Yeah. Snow, snow is epic. He about to be in the parking lot at Walmart selling these. Some of the DVDs <laughs> out of his trunk. Yes. No doubt. <laughs> It's all right. It's all right. Everybody got to do it one, you know, every now and then. Hey man, handle your business, bro. Like, <laughs> do your thing. But I, I'm sorry that you did. You felt like people weren't supporting you. Yeah. Um, but, it's because we wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> you right. You right. You dead right we on wasn't. that one. You dead right on that one. Because <laughs> we weren't there. Um, we definitely have been watching Black Mafia Family. But. <laughs> But I mean, yo, you, you know, learn how to, everything doesn't need a reply, yo. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many times I got to tell people, um, going online, online is a dangerous place. The internet is a dangerous place. Take a minute, think about what you're about to say. Is it worth you saying? Could there be repercussions from you putting mm-hmm. it out there? Everything doesn't need a, nope. doesn't need a response, yo. Nope. It really doesn't. Some people got to learn that the hard way, though. Most definitely. Most definitely. Right. I, I um, <laughs> I hope y'all got had some fun with what we talked about. I know we stayed on R. Kelly for a long time, but you know everybody want to be out here supporting Robert, <laughs> <laughs> and we not supporting Robert right now. Oh, <laughs> um, and, and you know, and, and back to the N word. You know, I personally do not say it. it's your choice. I know Tanisha say it. I'm just sure put that out do. there. <laughs> What day is it? <laughs> <laughs> but we still, we still family though. It's all good. Um, and if you want to support Boosie in his bootleg, I'm sorry, his movie, <laughs> then you go ahead and, and handle that. And uh, I don't know where you can find it though. I don't even know if it's on the fire sticks, but it's <laughs> apparently somewhere oh, at your nearest Walmart $3 bin. So go ahead and check that out if you want to check it out. You might have to dig down in the bin a little bit, but it's, it's in there somewhere. Um, <laughs> but this is another episode of Trendy Black Current Events. Um, we will definitely be coming at you a little bit lo- more with stuff like this and keeping it light as possible. Um, but we're still going to keep it relevant to our community. Yeah. So from your co-host, Juan Shackleford. And Tanisha Stokes. Yeah, we appreciate y'all. We love y'all. God bless. Um, say some prayers. Take some deep breaths. Get some rest. And uh, be better tomorrow than you were today. Peace. I'm supposed to cook tonight, but you know, that probably ain't gonna happen. Cause it's now seven 